Welcome back to the podcast. This is Jared with the Disrupting Jared podcast. And today we're going to talk about how to get out of a rut in five steps. But before we dive into that, I wanted to run a couple of things by you. Uh, The first is that these podcasts are also available in written form over at my blog, jared.blog. A lot of times uh, these either start out as a blog or I record some audio and then turn that into a blog. So if you enjoy reading more or you want to send somebody uh, this article in written form, you can do that. Just go over to jared.blog, do a search for the podcast episode um, by name, and you can find it in its written form there. Uh, I have like an image associated with it and stuff like that. It makes it really easy to share to social media as well. So you can definitely check that out. Um, Another thing is that I have been trying to run some different ideas and thoughts through my head on naming this podcast something else. Now, the reason that I started out titling it with my name is that I saw this as just becoming like a place that I go and talk into a microphone and see if I could make sense of my thoughts. And uh, um, like I said in the last episode, it's just kind of therapeutic to podcast. Um, But I don't only want this to be about me and just about my thoughts. Obviously, I am in this episode going to share five steps uh, to get out of a rut that I have kind of identified work for me in the various ways that I get myself stuck and have gotten unstuck. Uh, But that's global. That's not just me. That is all of us at some point in time. We find ourselves, um, you know, just kind of spinning our wheels. So let me know what you think about that. If you like the title the way that it is, Disrupting Jared, because essentially that's kind of my goal is just to constantly be disrupting myself so that I don't get too comfortable, so that I continue to grow and all of that stuff. So um, I don't know. I don't really have any ideas for new names yet, but it might be something that I'm working on. All right, so we're going to jump right in. Let's get into the episode. 2019 is upon us and maybe you have a new skill you want to learn. Maybe it's photography or music production. Maybe you want to learn how to build your own website or understand data science. There's a lot of cool courses over at Skillshare. They are this episode's sponsor and they're giving all of the listeners two free months of Skillshare Premium. That means unlimited access to all of their courses. A lot of these courses are less than an hour or an hour and a half long and you're going to learn a lot of great things and walk away enlightened. Let's start out 2019 by learning some things. Head on over to jer.fyi slash Skillshare. That's jer.fyi slash Skillshare. Ruts suck, man. I mean, they really do, especially if you're a two-wheel drive truck. Uh, We could find ourselves in a rut when we get a little too comfortable or we let our circumstances get the best of us. And stuff settles in ruts. If you see a rut on the side of the road, what likely will you find in it? Probably trash. Ruts collect stuff and eventually become full to the point where they spill over. A rut either needs to be cleaned out or it gets out of control real fast. I've been professional at unintentionally getting stuck into ruts. I don't plan on it, but somehow I would allow an aspect of my life to get me stuck in one. Now, whether you're stuck in a rut or you just seem to be going in circles, the same really applies. We're enduring people that really can take on a lot, and it really is amazing at how robust we are. The human body, as amazing as it is, isn't infallible. 
Uh, We are persistent and we can endure and we can achieve what we want, but we often find a level of comfort or compromise that kind of gets us stuck. Some will say that they seem to be stuck in a negative cycle, and I feel like I have been in the past, where they try different things but seem to have the same unintended result. In my life, I've identified a few different ways that I end up in a rut, so I want to take a look at those before I get into the five steps that I try to go through to get myself out of a rut. The first is wishful and unrealistic thinking. Now, are you a list person? Because I am. I got that from my grandmother who used to make a list for everything. When I have a task that needs to be done, it goes on a list. When I have an idea, it goes on a list. The problem with these lists is that they become unrealistically long, and I'm not the best at going back in and pruning them, so at times they get a little unwieldy. And when I look at my lists, it's easier for me to see all the things that I haven't accomplished over the things that I have done, which makes me feel ineffective. The next is that I disqualify myself. I do this all the time. I disqualify myself before even giving myself a chance. And since all you see online these days is people winning, it's easy for you to disqualify yourself as not having what it takes. People don't share the dark moments where they felt like giving up, and I have been telling myself for a long time that I have no business talking about personal growth and finally decided that there's really no time to do it better than now than when I'm in the middle of it. So this really is raw, folks. Now the next is my inability to cut my losses, and this quote from Sir John Templeton sums it up with the four most dangerous words in investing are, this time it's different. Some of us get a little too attached to the things in our lives because we've invested so much time or money into something. We get discouraged because we are over-invested in an idea or in someone we have invested a lot into that isn't investing back into us or paying dividends or whatever investment term you want to use. Because of this, we get stuck in a rut and find a medium where things are not great, but they're also not painful enough to cut our losses and move on either. On top of that, cutting our losses is scary because you don't often know what will come next. Is it going to be better than what we have, or are we going to have to take steps backwards? So you can always assure you're growing by following this quote from Charlie Munger. Spend each day trying to be a little wiser than you were when you woke up. How to tell if I am in a rut? Well, if you think you're in a rut, you probably are. We might be unrational at times, but we are pretty self-aware. What we don't want to do is stay in that rut. Whether you're in a rut or not, the following five steps I think will help you become a more effective person at the least. So here they are, how to get out of a rut in five steps. Now the first is to avoid isolation. If you're in a true rut, you've probably isolated yourself from others in one way or another. You might not be isolated in the same sense that you have nobody around you, but you have isolated. These days, it's pretty easy to be invisible just about anywhere. People are so busy with their own stuff that the people around them go unnoticed. And we do this all the time with people around us also, especially when we're feeling bummed out over something or depressed. The problem with isolation is that it allows us to remain trapped in our own little reality that we can get wrapped up in at times. In isolation, our vision narrows and all we can see are the walls around us. Only when we break out of our isolation are we able to reconnect with others who can help us stay engaged. Remaining isolated keeps us disengaged from the people and the world around us, which only pushes us further into our rut. Number two, change your routine. We're creatures of habit, and knowing what to expect brings us comfort. This is why we create routines, and men especially thrive in routines. 
Now, there's nothing wrong with having some predictability in your day, but when you find yourself in a rut, it can mean that your routine has become toxic. I realized my routine had become toxic when I noticed that each morning I had anxieties about the work that needed to be done that day. It wasn't the amount of work that I needed to accomplish. It was the fear that I would procrastinate or get stuck in some sort of a loop on a task. I was more worried about being productive than I was just about letting my day flow. Then at the end of the day, I felt anxiety again because I still had work to do, but wanted to make sure that I was home no later than 5.30. When I totally changed my routine by working from home, I knew that I didn't have to hurry up and get out the door. I could enjoy my family before they left for school, grab lunch with my wife, and when my kids got home from school, I could either stop working or at least hear their voices while finishing up. No more anxiety at the beginning and end of my day. Figure out how to change up your routine. It could be as simple as waking up a little bit earlier to work out or even read. Maybe you need to switch to a different department at work or get another job where you have more flexibility in your day. Do as much as you can to change up your routine to prevent getting too comfortable. Number three, keep a daily log. Awareness is key because we tend to only remember what we want to remember from our day. I've been told many times to start journaling, but for me that was hard because my handwriting is horrible and my hand cramps up from not being used to writing. I've used Evernote for years, but this year I started using it to keep track of my tasks. I started adding in some notes about my day and then added in check-ins, which I do at least three times a day. I also set my intentions for the next day and read that first thing when I get out of bed in the morning. I also add tags to each daily log, which makes it easier for me to find daily logs that had things in common. Tags are like keywords that can be used to group daily logs together. Some of my tags included specific emotions, names of people, places, fears, stuff like that. I plan to post more about this and share more about my daily log process soon. Make sure to sign up for my newsletter because when I finally can get that all put together and go deeper into it, I'll make sure to notify you. Number four, find a community. Those more susceptible to ruts often isolate. Those who isolate more don't have a strong community around them. And that right there is classic Jared. I've always had a hard time connecting with others since I don't have many who are close to me. I don't have people who can look me in the eyes and know that something is up. I don't have many people to be sad with, and I don't have many people to rejoice with, and it's my own doing. I've had a lot of friends, but I've been such an isolator for so long, and everybody moves on. There are many ways to find community. You can get into a hobby or start serving at church. Fitness boot camps are a great way to find a community, and you could even start training in a martial art. There are more opportunities for community out there than ever. Just make sure you choose some in-person communities, as they are also more online communities than ever, and it's too easy to isolate while even being involved in the biggest of those online communities. Number five, momentum, not perfection. There is no perfection, only momentum. Jared Hill. That's right, I have a quote, and there are many variations of the statement, but this one is mine. Trust me, I googled it. <laughs> People like me who get stuck in ruts often have a hard time maintaining momentum because we're always seeking perfection. If we're not awesome at something immediately, we stop doing it because it gets too hard. We don't like hard, we like comfortable. The problem with comfort is that you don't need much momentum. You don't need much momentum to put in minimal effort in work and life. It takes real momentum, and in order to keep momentum going, you have to continue to move. 
Seeking perfection will only keep you frozen because deep inside you don't want to give up the comfort to make that happen. Momentum is something we can manage one day at a time and sometimes one moment at a time. So where do we go from here? Well, getting started is the first step. Momentum in these five areas will get you there so much faster than wasting time looking for the easy way out. There is no easy way out of a rut when you've been there for so long. Because you've been there so long, nobody is around to help you out, so you have to do the work to get started. You have to decide that you've had enough, and you have to line that rut with explosives and blow it up. Just make sure you put on a helmet first. And I know I shouldn't have to mention this, but please don't blow yourself up or anything else for that matter. For real. Now for me, I had to have help from God, and I continually ask him for help with everything. I would say to myself, good morning, Lord, help me get out of bed. And then I would get out of bed. I would open up the refrigerator to grab some food for breakfast and say, Lord, help me to make good food choices right now so I feel good today and have energy this morning. Now I could ask for things from God until I'm blue in the face, but ultimately it was me that had to make the right choice to get out of bed or choose good food to eat. I had faith that after I asked, I would make the right choice, and I did every time. Once you get started, you'll notice a new energy you have, and that some of the things that would get you stuck in a rut no longer have the power to do that. That's when you know that you're on the right path. Try things and see what works for you. I'm trying to do my best to share what's worked for me, but that might not work for you, or it might not be practical for your life. But what's the same for you, me, and the next guy is that we're stuck in a rut long enough to make it to the end of a post like this reading about ruts, which means that we have something in common. So now it's up to you to put in the work. Record your behaviors in a daily log and analyze that behavior. Look for trends such as how your day at work went and how that affected your attitude towards your family at home. When you start to notice behavior patterns, search yourself for their cause. It's likely that the behavior is a side effect of something deeper in you that you need to zero in on. That's where the path of self-discovery gets really interesting. For me, I have to continue to work on myself. I can't get stuck in the ruts of the past again. I just can't. I've had enough of the darkness that those ruts bring, and that's why I'm here sharing my experiences with all of you. I could still see my ruts in my rearview mirror, so the pain that they caused is still fresh. Don't allow yourself to stay stuck any longer. You were put here for more, and I know it. So let's connect. If you're open to it, share something about how you get stuck in the comment section below on my blog at jared.blog, or you can shoot me a DM on social media. I mentioned earlier about subscribing to my newsletter. I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do with that, but if you want to be notified when I put out new stuff, make sure to head on over to jared.blog slash subscribe. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for checking out the podcast. I really appreciate you being here and taking the time to listen to it. I hope that it was an encouragement to you as it was very encouraging and empowering for me to write it and uh, talk about it here on the podcast. So until next time, take care and get out of that rut. <laughs>